Welcome to Vintage Dialogue Radio. I'm your host, SM Gaines, and we have our very first strawberry letter. A listener wrote in and she wants to know, is it okay to be friends with my ex? This is way above my expertise, so I called up some of my friends and they are here today to help us out. If you want to know what advice we gave to our dear listener in Alabama, stay tuned because today's episode is all about getting texts from your exes when they want a second chance. Today we have Drew Kelly, forensic therapist and host of Thug Therapy Podcast, Erica Lewis, owner and clinical therapist of Heal Thyself Counseling, a friend to the show, Tiffany Robinson, and a new friend to the show, Dan and Jay. I also have a co-host with me today because I'm not trying to be in this hot seat by myself. Please welcome my co-host, Ray Gaines. Okay, guys, here's the tea. A listener from Alabama wrote in, and she really needs some advice about her current situation. She writes, I fell in love with my high school sweetheart, and somehow we lost contact over the years. We both moved on and married different people. Fast forward 27 years, I'm still married, and my ex has recently divorced. He just moved back home, and he's been reaching out to me every day. I was honest and I let him know that I'm a happily married woman. Besides my husband stepping out on me that one time, our marriage has been damn near perfect. My husband has been totally and completely faithful since that entanglement and he gives me the world. However, I have been constantly thinking about what could have been between me and my ex since he's back. When we were together 27 years ago, it was a different time and a different era. I have to stress that I'm extremely happy and I don't want to leave, but it's like we picked up right where we left off. He's going to be in town for a little while longer, but he wants to get together one last time just in case he decides to move away again. I'm so afraid that if I agree to see him, those old feelings will come back. And if I don't see him, he will meet someone else and forget all about me. He says that he just wants to be friends, but his actions tell me something differently. I'm so confused. I haven't decided if I'm going to hook up with him yet, but I already feel like I'm cheating emotionally. What should I do? Is it okay for me to continue to be friends with my ex? Should I sleep with him and get those feelings out of the way? Oh, that made matters worse. I'm curious. He's curious. What could possibly go wrong? Signed, start of a romance. The sequel. That's a lot to take in. That's a lot to take in. So I'm going to start with Drew. What do you think about this? Do you have any advice for her? Yeah, don't do it. (laughs) That's it? Don't do it? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, well... I guess I have a question first. Did she um did she sleep with him when they was together before? Yes. They were madly in okay. love. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. All right. So I'm assuming they were about uh sixteen, seventeen years old. Um, at that age, you she hadn't fully developed emotionally yet to understand what that was. And I I understand that confusion because you have all those thoughts and the memories of, you know, what could have been. But right now she's in a a committed relationship that she's working on. And I think that instead of stepping outside of the marriage, which won't fix her marriage, she needs to work on the infidelity that he had 
because I don't know if they just kind of brushed that off or if they really dug into, you know, what happened, why, uh, how can they fix it so that it doesn't happen 27 years from now. But that's what our focus needs to be. It needs to be on, um, on her husband, not on someone outside. And when she said, um, should she sleep with him to get it out, to get the feelings out of the way, that's going to put the feelings mm-hmm. in the way. That's going to help her to, to develop more feelings for this person that she should be cutting off. You know, it should be, hey, good to see you. Um, Do we lose Drew? Yeah, it sounds like it. Wow, I was getting into his answer too. Erica, do you want to you want to take off um, where Drew left off? Sure, I really agree uh, with Drew with the statement of no, she shouldn't. And then my my reasoning um, is because she is married, and it appears that she's basing um, her feelings off of something temporary. And I am a firm, firm believer of not basing um, temporary emotions, making permanent decisions based off of temporary emotions. And so. If she's having troubles in her marriage, she should identify that and not bring another factor into it. She should separate the two. You know, your marriage is your marriage. You know, somebody coming up from your past that may bring about some different type of emotions. Your commitment is to your vows. You know, I would kind of explore more with that piece as opposed to trying to explore more with someone outside of that because you don't want to open up that door and then create a different chaos. And now you're just in this whole big mess as opposed to closing one door in one chapter. If you don't want to be married, that's fine. But you should not be engaging um, or trying to see what you can have with someone else when you are in a marriage. That's my personal beliefs. Um, Mm -hmm. I think maybe her talking to someone and maybe bouncing off like what's her motivation behind wanting to see this guy. Is he bringing about something that maybe your husband isn't doing and maybe having those conversations. Right. Um, but that kind of, it, it kind of is a gray area there. And I, I think as a woman, I would kind of want to know what's happening in a marriage to make you feel that if I step outside of my marriage, that this person could bring me something possibly different. The grass isn't always green on the other side. So uh-huh. my answer um, would be to close one chapter before you open another one. Right. So you think that she just, she should avoid the ex altogether. Should she just cut him off and let, let him down um, gently? Because it sounds to me that the ex is being a little bit more aggressive as far as them reconnecting and she's just mm-hmm. along for the ride. So do you think it makes sense for her to say, listen, hey, I'm married. We can't do this. I'm cutting you off. Let's not see each other anymore. Or do you think there's a gray line where they could possibly stay in touch and, and keep in contact without those feelings emerging again? Um, so when, when I first heard the topic of having a relationship with your ex, is it okay? Um, my thoughts initially was, yes, it is, depending on the situation. However, when you're in a marriage and you're having a, a relationship with your ex, you often sometimes have to put yourself in your partner's shoes. Mm-hmm. You know, how would you feel if your partner presented to you that they want to have a relationship with their ex and if they didn't present it to you um the question will be posed how would you feel if your partner actually was hiding from you that he was communicating with his ex would you be okay with it you know what what type of emotions would that bring about and so we just got to be mindful that you got to treat this marriage you know like your baby this is precious to you you know and if you're not doing so you are going to have a lot of issues that you're going to create um, and so I don't think that she should keep in contact. I think she should be very transparent and open and say, Hey, I'm in a marriage, um, next lifetime. 
exactly. You know, next lifetime. Um, Drew, I see you're back. Did you want to um, circle back and continue your thoughts? And then after that, we can um, hear what Danon has to say about the situation. So Drew, you're up. Um, no, no, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead and uh, circle around. I'll come back. Okay. Danon, what are your thoughts on a listener from Alabama? Do you think that it's possible that she's just in love with both of them, but in different ways. Um, touching back on what Erica was saying, maybe something's missing. Maybe she's longing for something that her husband isn't giving her because she said that she felt like she's already cheating on him emotionally. Do you think it's mm. possible for her to maintain friendships with a friendship with her ex and still be with her husband? What are your thoughts? I mean, I got to go back to kind of what Erica was saying, right? So she's mentioned that her husband has cheated on her that one time, right? right. So she already has some type of issues uh, within her marriage. And I think those issues are what's causing her to even entertain this ex. And I think, I mean, it's exactly what you said. I mean, she's lacking something at home. I mean, it could be trust, it could be intimacy, it could be all different types of things. But she's definitely thinking about filling some gaps. And that's why she's allowing him to come in the way he's coming in. But it sounds to me, with this being some 27 years ago, I mean, you know, she didn't love this dude back then. It sounded more like she was in lust back then. And, mm. you know, she got issues at home and she's thinking about, you know, what she was doing 27 years ago. And of course, the grass is always greener when you think about it. But mm. I don't think she can maintain this with both. I think she needs to clear up what she has at home right. and then probably entertain this guy. But I mean, again, he sounds like he's just trying to hook up before he leaves because he definitely sounds like he's leaving again. But, you know, that's a different story. Tiffany, would you like to give your thoughts on this? What do you think about our listener from Alabama who's torn between maintaining a friendship with her ex and the relationship she has with her husband. I just think that she shouldn't jeopardize her marriage. Um, like Dana said, she basically said she was cheated on a long time ago. She did state that, but she did say she was happily married. She did say she was happy. So just like the ex, he's saying that he wants to just hook up one time before he leaves like it just doesn't make sense to me to ruin your marriage over a one night stand a one night stand it's just like yeah you can I could think there's some limits that you can have a relationship with your ex but there is some limits because you guys you know you already had that chemistry before I just I, I don't know I think she should stay clear of the ex just cut him off Ray did you want to to input in the conversation what are your thoughts on this Ray Okay, Drew, back to you. <laughs> hey, okay. All You're right. on. Mm. Uh -huh. So um, now, now in dealing with her, because I mean, like, uh, I, I, I agree with everyone. Um, they've said a lot of things that I was going to say later. Um, so in dealing with her right now, she has a lot of mixed emotions and she needs to work on her first. You know, that's, she needs to have uh, self-confidence in herself. Uh, she said that her husband is treating her really, really well. Things are great. Um, I wouldn't jeopardize that. But if you allow me to take the gloves off real quick, you ready for that? Okay, let's cold crack this letter, all right? Uh, dear listener, I want to tell you, he doesn't want you, all right? Straight and simple. Um, let's, let's look at what, what was written in the letter. He doesn't have the stability, right? Because he, he's not a homeowner. If he moved back home, that means he's not paying a mortgage somewhere. He's back home with whoever family or whatever he's about to go again and we could take the high road let's say you know he's he's stacked like that his business is moving him around he's military okay but in any case he's moving around on this past weekend on tonight 
at 11 p.m., what do you think he's doing? He's not concerned about you because he knows that you're laid up with, his, with, with your husband. So he's off with some other woman. A lot of the stuff that he's kicking to you is game, straight game. He wants to hook up one time. You told him that you have all these feelings. He told you he wanted to be a friend. Sometimes men are not complex. Men are simple. He already told you what he wanted. He just wanted a friendship, and he wants to hit one last time before he moves on to the next state. And also in the letter, you said that um, that uh, you don't want to miss out on the opportunity so that he won't meet someone else and forget all about her. Well, he forgot about you for 27 years. He could have reached out a long time ago. He's reaching out to you now because you're close. You're an opportunity. You're a bucket list. Right now, he's just taking advantage of the moment, and then he's going to keep on moving with the other women he has in other states. So I would not put a whole lot of interest into him because your feelings and his feelings are not mutual. Wow. Let the church say amen. Oh, my God. Right. He broke that band. Yeah. I mean, really? everything that Drew said was spot on. And you think he stopped his life for you? No, he's got women in each state, you know, um, uh, possibly, potentially. Maybe he's a great guy. I don't know. Right. But his interest is not in her. And another thing that I want to say is if he really, really loved her, if he really was concerned about her well-being, he would want the best for her, which would be to encourage her to work on her marriage. If it doesn't work out and you ever happen to be single later, come look me up. This is where I'm at. This is where you find me. But right now, if you mess with that man, he, why would he respect you, number one? Number two, why would he not think that you would do the same thing to him? So right now, this is just a player move right now. He's taking advantage mm. of the opportunity because he smells blood. He sees the weakness. And he's taking advantage of the opportunity. So she needs to run from that because if she gets her feelings involved, he's off to the next state. He's off to the next country. He's off doing his own thing in his yachts or whatever he's doing. So she needs to stand clear because, like I said, it's not a mutual thing. And then she doesn't know what type of man he is. If mm -hmm. he's divorced, I'm quite sure that his wife has a totally different account of how perfect he told you that he was. She could probably right. tell you some of the things that he was doing. We don't know if he was abusive. We don't know if she found him with other women in, uh, at different places where he's, he's uh, moving to. Um, we don't know anything about what his other side of the story is, because I guarantee you, he didn't get divorced because everything was perfect. So the perfect man that he's presenting to be is mm -hmm. not the full story. And if she leaves her security with a man that she's been with for 27 years, to go across to see how, how, how green that grass is on the other side and find out all the things that his ex-wife found out, then she's going to be setting herself up for a disaster. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, this is a spiritual test on her marriage. So do you think the reason why she's even considering this other guy is because the, the husband cheated on her? Because that's a lot to take in. Because with me, I would really have trust issues. Like, how can I ever trust you again? So I'm thinking I don't that. Think that. <clears throat> oh, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. I think that she's doing it for herself mm -hmm. um, because maybe she's lacking something. I don't think the cheating is driving her to um, push her to be with this other guy. I think the herself, like she has some interpersonal things going on with her that she, um, like Drew was saying, that she probably needs to work on herself and figure out what she wants out of life because maybe she's lost her own spark in the marriage. Um, mm -hmm. and I don't know the, re not saying her husband cheating is okay. Um, but if she's 
if there was some infidelity, what was the cause of the infidelity? How did you guys work that out? How did you guys work through that? Were you able to move past that? And if you were not, um, what have you guys attempted to do to kind of work through that? So I don't think the infidelity between her husband is a cause for her to go. I think it's her own self, like her own insecurity, self-esteem, um, and other issues that's probably causing her um, to go that route. I'm waiting to hear to see what Ray has to say. He's been a, a little quiet. Ray, are you still with us? Okay, so I don't I don't know what happened with Ray, so we're just going to continue. Let's dive into some of the um, other questions that came in um, that people sent in or sent into the show. One question was, and any one of you can jump in. How can you tell if he or she is really your friend or if they're just waiting for that opportunity to slide in? Because men and women send different signs and some things can be misinterpreted by the other person. Who wants to take this? Um, I, I think I can really quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you can tell if someone is interested in you by consistency. That's like one thing that they could do to be consistent, um, actively pursue you. If it's just text messages or a phone call here and there and no action behind it, those are just words. And so what action are you seeing behind that, you know, to solidify that somebody's interested in you? And that's pretty much how you can tell and literally listen to people's words that they use because they're telling you exactly what they want, exactly what they're looking for. Um, many people don't leave gray areas. I think it's people... Of the other person's interpretation of how they're going to receive it and how they take it is where that gray area comes into play um, or they don't feel like this is going anywhere because you're leading me on and the person is showing you and telling you exactly what they're looking for. That's true because people will always show you that. I mean, they show you like the best side and they're always that they're always there for that pillow talk. And when they're it, if you're in a relationship or if you're married and they even detect that something is, is going on there mm-hmm. in the situations that I've been in, that person is always filling my head with like, what do you know? How do you, yeah. what do you know if he's doing, how do you know what he's doing? He's out there. If he's out there, why can't you be, I mean, he's not sitting around waiting for you. So why we can't, why can't we get together? So I've heard that, heard all of that before. So I, I totally agree with you, Erica. I think um, people show their representatives first. You know, that's who mm-hmm. they present to their representatives as opposed to being their true authentic self. And um, usually the person that's truly their authentic self is the one that's showing consistency. And when you don't see that, you're meeting that person's representative where I may start off consistent and drop it off at the end, you know, at the end game because I got what I needed, I got what I wanted, and I no longer want it. Yep, absolutely. Drew, what are your thoughts on this? How can you tell a person is really interested in you or just they're just waiting for you to to uh, drop your guard or for something to go wrong for them to slide right in where that other person was? Yeah, you have to think about what a person's motive is. You know, um, when, when you have a friend, is this person supportive of it being something where maybe you have to be apart from that person? If they're constantly doing something where they're entwined, you know, that's this person. They're trying to pull you closer to them, to themselves. But, you know, Erica said it uh, perfectly, um, the way she broke it down. But, um, yeah, you have to watch out for a person's motive. What is the end game? What are you going to get out of this? Um, you have to be careful of somebody who's going to be speaking negative about your dreams and aspirations and relationships. Um, and you have to watch out for this person that's always, you know, sneaking around. And, you know, it, it just sounds like a serpent. When, when these individuals, instead of them being up front and saying, hey, I like you, you know, what's my chances? So yeah, I would be careful with stuff like that. Dan, and what do you think about um, 
if you're in a relationship and you have a friend and you're lifelong friends, like you grew up with this person, um, it did it, you know, you dated, you went your separate ways and you're close. Your family is close. You're close with the person. You don't want to cut that relationship off. How do you set the boundaries with the friend? What are the parameters that you would set in place before you continue with the friendship? Especially if adding this to the sauce, especially if your spouse knows about this person. We were friends before I had a spouse. So, you know, it's kind of like those boundaries should have been set before I even took on a spouse, right? Because the spouse mm-hmm. would have to respect that relationship that I have with that person. And it's also up to me to make sure that my spouse has trust in me to kind of know that, you know, this is truly just a friendship, somebody I'm close with. Because I think it is possible if, you know, if you've known someone 20 plus years and you tried dating, it didn't work or, it worked, grew apart, whatever happened. But I mean, but you were able to remain friends. I don't think you should trash the friendship just because I have a spouse now. I mean, but again, it's up to me to manage those expectations and to kind of keep things respectable too. You said you were friends with the, you were, you've met the person before you met the spouse. Mm -hmm. Now, would you consider, if your spouse is very jealous, would you consider introducing your spouse to that ex-friend, to that ex-lover? Would you invite them to meet each other if you're that close? Or would you keep that, the friendship separately? Because my thing is, if I'm friends with your husband, if you're friends with my husband, I should know who my husband's friends are. Respecting that is also healthy to have separate friendships, but where do you draw the line? I mean, you know, that's tricky. Um, If I do have an insecure spouse, it's almost Mm -hmm. like I have to go that extra length to make sure that she's not insecure about this friendship that I have with my ex. Um, But even still, that's going to be tricky because if she's insecure, it's almost like no matter what I do, she's always going to feel insecure about that friendship that I have. So in my opinion, (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't, I just wouldn't reveal that friendship I have with my spouse. So wouldn't that be considered kind of like not being honest or emotionally cheating? That's what you want to call it. (laughs) (laughs) And is that okay? (laughs) Depends on whose book we read from. I mean, you know, in my opinion, I don't see the issue, but then at the same time, if you're dealing with the insecure spouse, then I mean, you got to deal with what you got to deal with. Right. You know who you're married to. So you would have to expose that relationship and, or not expose it. Got you. Dan, and I'm going to take you off the hot seat and I'm going to move right back over to my girl, Tiffany. <laughs> Tiffany, I have a question for you. What, what do you think is acceptable versus unacceptable behavior when you're in a relationship and you have to deal with your child's father and your current spouse is not okay with that. Like they hate each other. They want to fight each other every time they see each other. What is unacceptable behavior? Because this is a different situation because you share a child together. So that can also be a little bit tricky. It can be tricky, but so you're saying the current husband doesn't like your kid's father. Right. He doesn't want you to talk to that person at all, but you have a child together. There's some things you have to, you know, there's vacations, there's yeah. time away. So how, how do you, how do you address that? And another caveat is the spouse still has feelings for you. They haven't, they can't get you out of this system. You haven't crossed the line 
but mm-hmm. given the chance that X would try to get back into your life. So how right. would you, how, how would you handle that situation? Okay. First, I probably wouldn't tell my husband that he's hitting on me so much to don't make him so uncomfortable. If I'm woman, you know, if I can handle it, there's going to have, you have to draw a line. Um, I think a lot of women go through this, me, myself. You have to draw a line if you're married and then you have a child by someone else. You just, the communication has to be there. There's no, if, if the, the um, baby father is a lot, you know, in the child's life, the communication mm-hmm. has to be there. Why would you cut off that communication? Um, right. There are some women that go back to their husband, maybe because of insecurity, be like, oh, he was hitting on me, you know, the, you know, just for clarification. But if you can handle it, I mean, you have to be upfront with just kid's father. Like there's nothing going to happen. I'm happy. Just cut it out, you know. You have to be strong enough to handle that. But as far as in maybe the person is telling her husband things to make him not like him, because why would he not like him? Like, right. where, where would he get that from? How did that even happen? Right. Let's see if Ray is back. <laughs> he wants to add to this conversation. All right. I think guys. he might have lost him again. Yeah. Well, right. I do want to um, mm-hmm. mention the fact that I, I'm actually best friends with the guy I dated oh (laughs) yeah and so that's that was making me say when I first saw you um ask that question and say like could you be friends with an ex um I say yes and no do I personally believe that so I have a few exes that there is no way that we could be friends Mm -hmm. um and I think it's just like the nature of the relationship so for me me and the guy that I was dating who's my best friend now like we dated and we just wasn't interested in each other like that but it was something about us that was like I really you know want to keep this person around um and before you know it, we developed into a really great friendship. And it's one of my best friends. And he knows any guy that I date. I meet any um, girl that he's in a relationship with or he date. Um, and it's very a comfortable situation. Of course, at times it can be very uncomfortable how close we are um, mm-hmm. with other people. But outside of that, we just make sure that we make everybody comfortable so that they won't think that, you know, it's anything besides us being platonic friends. Like it's weird because people do look up, look at us and they'll say like, are you two dating? And we'll be like, absolutely no, under no circumstances. But that's because both him and I both know that one, we're not compatible um, in a relationship. We do not get along, um, but we were able to build a really great friendship. Could I have done that with any of my exes? I don't believe so. I don't believe so. Yeah, I think it's well, how you I, regulate regulate the friendship. I'm sorry, whoever that was. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just saying, I, I just think that, uh, you know, it's, it's how you regulate the relationship. Um, you know, you can, let's think about it. All right. Everybody has had more than one person that they've been with. So there's going to be exes that you have. Um, and then if you're in a good relationship with this person as a friend, um, then they would understand that, you know, we can't talk in the middle of the night giggling and stuff. We can't yeah, go out to dinner, you know, just the respect factor. And they should understand that. Now, sometimes that'll that'll be a little bit different when you go into a marriage, because then, you know, it's because it's so painful for the other person to be wondering, you know, what's going on. So your job is to go out of the way to make sure that person feels secure and comfortable because otherwise it'll develop into other sources of anger and arguments where you're like, where's the argument coming from, you know, about some socks on the floor, but they're angry over the relationship that you have, but they don't want to talk about it because then that might uh, think 
think that they are, you might think that they are insecure and they're trying not to look insecure. So that it'll come out in other ways. So it, it depends on the person, how they regulate the friendship. And then the friend has to understand, you know, their perimeters as well. Yeah. And you brought yeah, up a, a great point, boundaries. Yeah, exactly, those boundaries. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking too. I mean, because as a guy, if I like, you know, get into this relationship with you and you're telling me that you have this, someone that you used to date that's like your best friend now the first thing crosses my mind okay well when you dated how close were you or like what went on when you dated but then instead of even bringing that out it's more so up to that woman to make me feel comfortable even if I don't bring that insecurity out because you know nobody wants to bring out their own like insecurities and make it seem like oh yeah, I'm tripping or whatever. Well something similar happened to me and actually I wasn't married to that person, but I have a friend. I was very, very close to him. It was strictly platonic. I hooked up with him once, eons and eons and eons ago when I was still a pretty young thing. And I was talking to this guy and I was stressed out about work. So my friend called me up and he was like, yo, come out, hang out. We'll go to the beach. We'll chill. We'll go to a jazz concert. I was like, bet. So I bought my ticket and I left. The guy that I was talking to at the time had a problem with that. He harassed me the whole time I was there. Let me tell you, he broke up with me when I got back, which is crazy because I didn't even do anything, but he couldn't understand. His thing was, you're going on a trip to see a friend. That's a man and you're a woman. I didn't even tell him that I hooked up with the guy before. Like I could walk around this guy with like just in my underwear bikini bottoms and he would not touch me he did not touch me but the ex-boyfriend didn't understand that he said that I was wrong that was very disrespectful I wanted to ask you guys what you thought about that because I was friends with the guy he wasn't my ex but we did you know we hooked up before so do you think he was justified in breaking up with me because I'm still salty over that what do you guys think? Yeah, <laughs> Erica, I what think do you think? So. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I would probably break up with you too. Oh my God. Can I get one person on my side? Tiffany. So here's the thing. Uh-huh. It's, it's, it's boundaries. Like you have to have this. Like I would be very uncomfortable. Um, and I think anybody that I would date would be uncomfortable if I'm walking around, you know, with small shorts on, tank top. Mm-hmm. Um, around a guy that I use that I'm friends with that I used to date I don't think that that will fly with a marriage a dating relationship or you know any type of relationship outside of being platonic I think any male would feel insecure in regards to that and not yeah, insecure as far as they're insecure but insecure like what's going on like with our relationship like where's the respect exactly. factor at? where's you know like for my friend I know not to call him certain times a day. Um, I know that if somebody calls on the other line, please get off the phone with me so you can talk to, you know, that person so that I won't interfere with anything. Um, It's just like different levels of boundaries. Like certain times I can't pick up the phone if I'm on a date or if I'm doing something because he's not a priority. He's my best friend, but you're not a priority for me when it comes to like relationships. So I got to put you on the back burner. And I think we both have that mutual understanding where it's a respect. And I think that's why anybody that we date or we're seeing is comfortable with it. Dan, and I thought I heard you chiming in about that. What are your thoughts? Was the guy justified in dumping me because I went to see a very good friend that I knew you mentioned in our earlier discussion. I was friends with him first. 
before I met the boyfriend, he I wasn't married to him. Was it wrong for me to go down and just hang out with him and go to the beach and just chill? I what mean, but what did you do? What did you do to make dude feel more comfortable about you just leaving and going to the beach with some other guy? I spoke to him on the phone every hour because he harassed me every hour of the day. I had a horrible time. And if I had to go back back in time, I probably would have been doing other stuff. I'm like, wow, I could have just let him. You know what I mean? I could have really had a good time. But I mean, it was probably for the best, though, for real. I mean, it's kind of like how Erica said, it's not too many guys out there that would just be cool with you breaking up, going to the beach with some guy because if that role was reversed, and he's like, yeah, you know, my homegirl, you know, we've been tight since like eighth grade. You know, we dated mm-hmm. for a hot minute, but it didn't work. And she's like, you know, we super tight. You know, uh, we're going to go down to like, you know, the Bahamas for the weekend. You cool with that? You know, it, it, I mean, it's, 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 it's tricky. It's really tricky. Drew, I'm I, waiting I, to I see. Let it fly. I'm, I'm waiting to see what Drew, it sounds like Drew is about to burst from the scenes from behind the computer. So I got to hear what Drew is going to say. Spit it out, Drew. No, I mean, I mean, you got to think about it. Okay, first of all, let me back up a little bit and explain. And I know I'm not by myself with this, but men are very visual creatures, right? When, when we see a woman, I mean, if you have your shoulder out, we'd be like, Ooh, man, yo, that's that's sexy. Let's think about it. Sundressing, you're fully covered, and we like the way it cling to your body. We we're visual <laughs> people, right? So if we're visual, when we think about the fact that you hooked up, well, y'all didn't just like hook up and that was it. No, 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 no. You took your panties off in front of this. No, man. I did not. I did not. I'm talking about in the past. In order, no, no, I didn't finish. I didn't finish. I didn't finish. You took your panties off in front of this man in the past. This man has seen you moan. We're visualizing all of those things in the past. We're visualizing. He was sweating on top of you. You, all of those things happen in our brain, and then you're gonna go on an excursion with him overnight. This is not just some cousin. This is not the gay homie. This is someone. It was a weekend. It was a weekend. It was like a few days. I'm not talking about right now. I'm talking about in the past. Right. In the past, we visualized what happened between y'all before. So if you go for a night, we're thinking about all of those things. This man has seen you nude before. He has seen your secret place. And so that's extra disturbing. That's (laughs) the way we visualize things. I I promise you. Nope. The boyfriend nope. didn't know about that relationship. He just thought it was a friend that I was friends with forever. And we were, oh, that I happened. No, that happened. We, you know, back in the day, then we maintained a friendship and nothing ever happened after that. The sad no, part is. You, mm-hmm. No, I'm saying, even if you didn't tell him that you were intimate with this guy, I'm sure his mind automatically went there anyway. Yep. I mean, that's how we function. That's what Drew's saying. That's how we function. I guess well, my and, question and, for you is, mm-hmm. would you, if he would have made a move on you, would you have gone there with him? No, absolutely not. Okay. But would that set, have stopped him? Yes, because he respected those boundaries. He knew I had a man. He respected those boundaries. And not for nothing, it was so long ago. And I don't even know if I should reveal this to the public because it might sound terrible. <laughs> He doesn't even remember the one time we hooked up. Isn't that something? 
He doesn't remember. He told matters. me he doesn't oh, he remember. remembers. What do you think, Tiffany? Do you think I was wrong for just yeah. well what? no but <laughs> 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 agree with me? Um you have to put yourself in your shoes and his shoes now. Right. Would you, exactly. How would you feel if you if he told you, like he said, go to Bahamas for a weekend or went to the even one day picnic freaking beach? How would you feel? Yeah. Which I mean, how would you feel? Okay, not for nothing. When I came back and he broke up with me, he was with mm-hmm. someone like within the next week, he was already with someone else and they're married right now. So what was he well, doing? You don't just automatically pick someone uh, up and marry them. Okay. Well. So he, I don't think he was Mr. Perfect. That's why I'm saying like, you know. You don't know that. Yeah, and like well, said, I mean, mm-hmm. you said that he left you, right? Yeah, he broke up with me as soon as I got back. A couple of days later, he was with the next girl, and they're now married. So it was some type of friendship there that I didn't know about because I didn't know this girl. So apparently, it was some type of relationship there. Relationship there because you're not just going to be like, oh, I break up with you. Oh, tomorrow I'm engaged. Like it doesn't happen like that. Maybe, maybe it, it was the same thing in reverse. What if he was good friends with her? for a long time. Maybe they hooked up back in the past and then you pushed them towards them. Yeah, there you go. That's too easy, though. <laughs> nah, that's nah, too easy. She can't push him towards him. She push him nowhere. No. No. Maybe Amazing. you all his songs. Thank you, ladies. Thank you, ladies. Mm-mm. Nah. So I wish you all I got you back on that one. <laughs> Thank you. She cannot push him to go nowhere. Exactly. <laughs> She didn't leave him any choices. She what? went with some dude to the beach and he was like, okay, well, I guess she ain't really serious about me. So what's well, next? Well, how come he didn't ask? Exactly. Thank you. He called every hour. He was he made your well, calling me every hour is not actually communicating. I have an issue with where you're at right now. Exactly. Yep. Fact. That's fact. That's fact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So Guys, we are, I I did say there was going to be a hard stop. So I wanted to be uh, mindful of everyone's time. Erica and Drew, I have your social media information. So I'm going to drop it in the um, description box um, on the podcast so everybody can find you. And I really thank you guys for coming. Hopefully you all are interested in doing like something with me in the future. You don't think I was like totally whack on this episode? No. But um, yeah, so Erica, thank you. Tiffany, thank you. Drew, thank you. Dan and Jay, thank you. (laughs) So I appreciate everybody and uh, thanks again for joining. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Anytime, anytime. All right, bye. So there you have it, folks. The consensus is in. Almost everyone in the panel agrees that you should probably throw some cold water on that fire and desire. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say that you want to give in to him again. (sighs) Sleep in paradise, Rick James and Tina Marie. Such beautiful musical memories. What do you think, Ray? Ray, are you there?
If this is your first time joining, welcome to Vintage Dialogue Radio, and thank you for listening. And if you like what you've been hearing, please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast so that you never miss a thing. What topics do you want to talk about in the future? I'm sure you have plenty of questions for my guests. So don't forget to drop a comment, ask a question, and leave a review. You never know. I could actually call upon you to be a special guest on my show. All of the information about this episode is in the description box, along with the email and links to my blog, website, and more. Thanks again for joining. Until next time.